I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to My Dad Wrote a Porno, the footnotes now for our guest this week. We have England international rugby legend, James Haskell. Hello. Hey, mate. How's it going? Oh my God, I am so excited. This is the single greatest achievement of my life. I've been invited my dad wrote porno. I have, I've had butterflies in my stomach all day. <laughs> it's been a long time coming this. We've been trying to organise this for ages. I know, we've been talking and, we, and I obviously came down to the very first live show, which I thought yeah, was, 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 was incredible. Um, I brought Chloe along. She's very upset that she's not here this evening. This I think is your she, other half. Yeah, she wanted to come and watch, I think. And I basically <laughs> think, no, no, you're not invited. She's a voyeur. Yeah. So I, I don't think she's going to be at home when I'm there. I think the wedding's off. But anyway, <laughs> I risk it all for my dad wrote a porno. Well, we appreciate it. We appreciate you being here. Now, James, you have been so diligent that you've made notes. Yes, I have for every kind of series. I mean, cause, <laughs> For every series? Well, no, let me explain, okay. So, so... My, my dad wrote a porn. It's such a, a roller coaster, as you know, right? It's so intense. It's so exciting. There's so much going on. Mm. But it's also one of those things I hear, and then I need an instant hotline to call in because I have so many questions and so many queries. And like, I want to like interrupt and say, oh my God, what was Rocky thinking? What was he doing? Like, Des Martin, was it then the last one? Who lives in a bed sit? Why has he made him live in a bed sit to drive an orange car? It's like. <laughs> What? But it's like he's such a sorry state, and the guy with all the video cameras, um, Ken Jewsbury, Ken Jewsbury yeah. in a shady flat with like you know his mildew and like skids yeah. on the toilet and like horrible things. He's got cameras that he didn't even use. It's Mate. like what madman wrote this book? That's the issue. They didn't use the cameras. Yeah, what's the ball? Oh, you're going to make a home video, and he towelled her down with bits of old newspaper. Yeah. Like there's nothing erotic about that. Why is there boggy pussies everywhere? I can't. Well, that's a valid question. Can't yeah. you bring it all flooding back, James? I, can't, I think I'd block most of it out of my head, but it's suddenly all become real again. Um, the start of book four was set at a wedding. There was like three chat. We thought we were going to be at the wedding for the whole of it, book four. It went on forever, that wedding, Giselle's wedding. And we were like, well, it's the wedding of the year, but obviously there was another big wedding this year that you went to, <laughs> the royal wedding. Yeah. How was it? Unbelievable. Everything you'd want it to be, actually. Um, I was, yeah, I was kind of blown away by the whole whole affair. I've been lucky enough to, to know her for quite a while. And I got the invite. I couldn't believe I got the invite. I thought it must be a mistake. I was like, they're never letting me anywhere near. I, I mean, I am surprised yeah. as well, to yeah, be honest. A lot of people were. Um, so. <laughs> they checked it at the door several times. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Queen was yeah. like, what the fuck is yeah, he doing yeah. here? <laughs> Shoot that man. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I just think um, it was yeah, it was awesome. Like I wasn't sure I was going to be able to go. I was supposed to be playing that day, but I got injured. Um, Convenient. <laughs> no, I didn't. Everyone made that. Everyone made that point. It was like, oh, you know, you should have been there supporting the team. I was like, I tried all week to to get fit to do it. And also, um, Harry and Meghan were getting married. So guys, yeah, I, I know it was one of those things. And we, we ended up sadly we lost the game, which is a shame. Um, but I was at the wedding and it was amazing. Was it anything like Giselle's wedding? No, no. <laughs> but again, that, that, the wedding's an interesting one because of how apologetic your dad is about sex. How he just legitimately lets someone get fingered in the middle of the church. I know. Yeah. I would have thought of all the places nothing could have possibly gone on. He would have written in the church. Yeah. She going, oh my God, I've had the time of my life. <laughs> I'm coming. <laughs> like, it's an unwritten rule, isn't it? I mean, it's not a Ten Commandment, but, you know, don't diddle someone yeah. in a church. But but there was none of that going on, obviously. <laughs> did, you, <gasps> did you meet Oprah? Do you know what? I didn't. I got. I met um, Tom Hardy. Oh, oh, he's a nice guy. I bet you guys got on like a house on fire. I think I, st- I got a bit of fanboy on him. So. Oh, did you make okay. him do the Bane voice? <laughs> No, I don't. Make, that is a bit weird. I didn't like make him do anything. I think I would have been a bit. Like, go on, mate. Go on, do the thing. Put me in a headlock, like and warrior. <laughs> do the um, I tell you, I did. Like, this is the best moment of my entire life that happened at the wedding. And I don't want to sound. It's, it's going to sound really wanky. But I'll, I'll tell you anyway. I went to uh, a gig of Elton John's at the iTunes Festival a while ago, and I managed to get backstage and meet him. Amazing guy, actually, with Nicholas Holt. That's where I met. Oh yeah, I met him. Anyway, fast forward a couple of years to the royal wedding. I'm talking to to, to Chloe, and I get a tap on the shoulder. I turn round and it's Elton John. Fuck off. And, he, and, I, and I swear Sir Elton to, to you. Uh, Sir Elton, sorry, Christ. Sorry. <laughs> Professor Sir Elton, legend of the, yeah, of the John. And he said, um, hello, James, how are you? And I was like, oh, wow. my. Are you I, I literally almost had a fucking full meltdown. And I, and I was like, I'm very good. And we had a little chat. I told him how much I loved him in, um, you know, the Kingsman Magic Circle. Oh, yeah. Yes. And because uh, he played himself, you know, and he's just so... He's just of, so of, of his whole body of work. <laughs> yeah, that was the thing you dredged no, no, up. No, well... People rate Tiny Dancer, can <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. say? Can I just say the cameo in that was unbelievable? And then he went and performed four songs, kind of where, you know, as close as you guys are to me. That's amazing. And uh, for me, that was the best thing, just watching Elton sing. Like that close to him and everyone having a great time and obviously hearing the speeches and stuff was... Were you there the amazing. whole day? <laughs> you were a full day guest. James, I was a don't lurker. sound surprised. That's rude. Yeah, yeah, exactly. no. yeah exactly. <laughs> surprised. Did you qualify? Um, but it was just awesome. There's one person I didn't meet which I really wanted to was um, uh, Idris Elba. Oh, yeah, he's, he's a legend. He's, like he's the man. man on earth. Yeah, um, I love Luther. He's a dear um, personal friend. Is he? No, I've interviewed him once. He wouldn't remember me. But um, <laughs> I don't think Elton John remember me. Maybe, well, he's tap maybe he shoulder. will. I mean, James, we all know why Elton John remembered you. He was Google image searching. <laughs> No, he actually loves his rugby, unbelievably. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he... Um, I'll shut right up. <laughs> or, or I do look good with my clothes on. <laughs> Body like Baywatch, face like Crime Watch, as I've been told many times. Have people already said that to you? Oh, all the time. Oh, the prawn. Rip your head off your left with the best bit. <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable scenes, isn't it? Luckily, I've got like a, a, a cast iron... Cast iron. I go and cry a lot. Chloe's got to pick up the pieces. <laughs> right, sure. That's fine. It's fine, but also, yeah, that is one of the problems. <laughs> it's one of the problems. <laughs> it's one of the problems. I like that James Cooper thought you were one of the revelers that were just gathering outside. Harry, the way. come on, Megan. <laughs> no, come on. No, 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 no. Come on, sock. Have you seen George? Well done, sunshine. She's a corker. Oh, I bought my lovely plate with both your faces on it. <laughs> yeah, oh, Looks yeah. great. Waving my, a flag. I've got my miniatures. Will you sign them? <laughs> oh yeah. It was actually inside, yeah. James. I can't believe that. <laughs> yeah, congratulations. No, that's fun. Thank you. It was yeah. But do you have to rein it in a bit more than a normal wedding? Because you're not going to get like off your face, are you, at the royal wedding? I bet you do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I have got some amazing stories, which are not even from this one, actually. From I was very lucky to go to um, 
Mike Tyndall and Zara Phillips' wedding. So this oh, isn't yeah. your first royal wedding? Guilty. <laughs> <laughs> I know you thought you were all doing me a favour getting me on this podcast. I oh, will throw him a bone. He's been waiting for fucking four years. He will not stop fucking ringing me. Um, but no, actually, I think you've found... I've actually found some friends oh, in the interim. I'm big time. There's at least five of your listeners who will know who I am. <laughs> People called me a prawn, but actually I think you've found on many front covers. <laughs> Um, was that one mental? Oh, incredible. I, I, I woke up next day and I was like this. <gasps> what did I do? And I honestly... Just the full dread heart. The dread heart, like the absolute sketch of all sketches. Like I had that like monkey just on my back. Like, you're going to die. What have you done? <laughs> like, the demons. I had the, the, like the demons from hell, the drink demons. So much so that I sat on the train on the way back from Scotland, just like head on the window going... Oh my God, this is the worst moment of my entire life. Like, what did I do? What did I do is worse than, I can't believe I did that. Well, actually, no, it was more like, I, oh, right. I don't get blackout drunk. I remember every oh, single no. detail. Every single detail. What do, can you give us one? Well, I, put this, I picked up one member of the royal family and was carrying them around. And was like, tried to take them home with Against me. their will? Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> they said no, I said yes. That's how it goes. You know, that's probably why he invited you to his own wedding. Mm. It was clearly Harry. Possibly. <laughs> So where did you manage to get them to? Well, pretty far until the armed police have <laughs> got to put them down. I'll tell you off air. I'll tell you off air. Really? Yeah, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Turn the microphones up, James. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we've definitely turned them off, James. Why is that red light still uh, blinking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That explains that shrapnel wound. Okay, yeah. fine. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that limp. So you're getting married. Yes. What are you planning for your wedding? Um, we've got to do a legal one in the UK. You're doing an abroad wedding. We are doing <gasps> I knew oh, you would. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, the one episode you talked about is your sister's getting married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. having an abroad wedding, yeah. Yeah, yeah. an abroad wedding. Is that wedding. a thing? Wasn't it the very statement, an abroad wedding isn't a thing? It's not a thing. No, it is a thing. Destination wedding. Make it, make it a thing. Fine. Well, I'm You're having an abroad wedding, wedding, but I've got to legally get married in here. Uh, not in here. <laughs> that would, would be amazing. Be my honor. <laughs> that would be amazing. Um, we're going to go do it, I think, in Greece. Lovely. Nice. Would you like Rocky to officiate? Oh, I mean, I've got to meet I tell you what, we've got to have a, a night on the piss and, and actually get to know him and then... Yeah. Because I think it'd be a bit weird if he did it without knowing. <laughs> I think you know him pretty intimately from the podcast, to be honest. Yeah, I do. I just, I, I partly really want to meet him, partly doesn't want to meet him because I just don't want to have the illusion shattered. He he would live up to the hype. He is. Do eccentric. meet your heroes. Oh, in this case, absolutely. James, we need to go out on a night out with Rocky. I think, I think you'll have a great time. I think you're the blokiest bloke we've ever had on this podcast. <laughs> I'd say that's a compliment. Thank Can you. I get out? We're all drinking beer in, yeah. in tribute. We wouldn't usually do this. We're just trying to look good in front of you. <laughs> You're looking really pained. You'd be spitting it out behind I yourself. I love me the lager. Beaks. Beaks is my favourite beer. No, what is your perspective on how the men are portrayed in these books? Because we kind of talked before about, you know, like you are saying, they all kind of live pathetic lives. They're kind of awful characters. They're awful characters. I just think some of them are like apologetic, like they're, they're just their, their capabilities. You know, you know, Belinda obviously is is is. I'm not sure her tech is that great. I don't think she's ever like. I think she just thinks she's so good and her boobs are so superior to every other woman <laughs> that she's winning the weight. What happens if she's met a man that isn't into her boobs? Well, you know, an ass man, for example. Yeah, and I, I just think they're just kind. I don't of... think that man exists, James. I don't think that man exists. <laughs> I'm a bum man. Straight up. So You've I don't not think... seen Belinda's boobs, well, though. yeah, I suppose. I They'll suppose. turn even the, the bummiest of men. She never seems to be... Her mind... I mean, her mind's got a mind of its own. It's <laughs> yeah, all inner voice, where she's always having that inner monologue with herself about herself. But all the guys are, like, apologetic and either a mutant rank penis that sheds skin and fires blue semen, or... I wonder who you could be talking about. <laughs> just, or, like, incompetent oral skills, or just... I don't know. Yeah. I, it, it, yeah, I, I don't know. None of them are, like... 
actually that manly and that that good. I think this this Spooner bloke, James right. Spooner, who's lasered her you know her dress off with cufflink lasers and and somehow didn't burn her face, her eyes, or her nose off. <laughs> He could potentially be the first manly man, and because he's got a voice of Sean Connery, right. I'm expecting massive things from him. I'm really glad that you knew that it was Sean Connery as well. That, yeah, that, yeah. that means that my accents are kind of improving, guys. So for mm. you, he's the laddiest of the lads. Yes, I think so. Um, Peter Rouse. Went off the boil a bit, though, didn't he, Pete? Yeah, but you know, was, which one was the cow? Was it the cowboy? Yeah, what? Hank Skank. Yeah, Hank Skank. But the one where he, like, he, he describes his big, thick, like, farmer's fingers or uh, rancher's hands. And you know what? I can imagine, like, big, gnarled, like, sausage fingers. <laughs> but even, even then, they don't do a proper job on anything. Proper job! <laughs> <laughs> this is the frustrating thing. This is the one thing that I've got with my dad. Wrote, nobody's done a proper job on anyone. Not one of them's had decent sex. That's my problem. It's all kind of like a mishmash of terrible things. Do you know what? I've not heard one erotic story and gone, this is unbelievable. I'm actually getting a little bit fired up here. <laughs> Smoke up the arse? That was unbelievable as well because I wondered because I know there was like always a bit of nervous tension. Was he going to go into the realms of anal? Like he's, he has, he stayed away from there, mm. and then he went. Do you know what? No one's going to play with an ass. We're just going to put smoke <laughs> up it, and they're going to blow smoke out of it. And I'm thinking, she hasn't prepared for that. Almost if she had a, like a big morning. Like I don't, you know what I mean? I, I just don't think mechanically it just didn't work for me. Okay, sure. Just the logistics of it. Yeah, yeah. I just don't think you can just willy nilly go sticking cigars or smoke up people's bottoms, and then I'm not sure it's that erotic. And please. Don't, if you're listening, go and willy-nilly stick cigars or smoke up people's bottoms. He almost self-sabotages. Do you know what I mean? I throw something in there that's so off-key. Like a, a <laughs> phrase like, the way he described um, Bish, you know, yellow teeth. And his breath, yeah. you're like, he hasn't brushed his teeth properly. No. He's got some sort of terrible lung problem. He's <laughs> coughing, he's wheezing. And then she's licked semen off his flaccid penis. I'm like... <laughs> Why couldn't you just make it like a little bit normal? But then, then yeah. the chapter end, just as they're getting going, Belinda will spot some turkey and then the bloke will come and she'll go, I'm amazing. And then the chapter <laughs> will end and it's like, why, how? That Just to let it roll. Just let it, yeah. let it develop. Yeah. Well. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This is a paid advertisement from BetterHelp Online Therapy. Now, we don't always realise just how much our negative thoughts and experiences stick with us and weigh us down. You might find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings, that frustrating thing your mum does, or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get all of this off your chest. And I'm sorry about what I said last week, James. Um, Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger. Talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. And that's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it. So your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mydad today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash 
my dad. Well, what else is on your list? I'm so intrigued, James. Uh, yeah, I made, I literally made so many notes on this thing with my iPhone all open. Um, I, I said the licking the cum off the flaccid penis. <laughs> I've, I've said that. I've covered yeah, I've that. Said that pussy meat. <laughs> He described oh, that in that one of those Christmas. things. Yeah. yeah. What are you picturing there? That was festive. A big red ham. But you know, I tell you what it is. You know, like, some of the some of the things he's. So okay, I'll let you into a little secret. There's two things. Some of the, the, the anatomy he chooses, I reckon, has come out of like there used to be a couple of porn mags that someone told me about. Obviously, obviously. <laughs> a friend of a friend told me called Escort and Razzle, and they yeah. used to pay readers' wives like twenty pounds to expose themselves, and it'd be like. Debbie from Norwich and it would be a, like a big red fanny that would be like it was not great right I imagine that's where he's like got. was it of... just the genital area or were they in it no it was boobs as well but like it was like on terrible bed sheets with like yeah kind of 70s big, yeah, yeah 70s thing but you get paid 20 pounds so you get like 20 quid for a big red fanny yeah, <laughs> yeah they know they've obviously trimmed it up for the photos and like shaved with rash right yeah. okay yeah and like it's just not great but you're getting 20 sheets, so that's why they're... Yeah, quite right. That's why they're into it. So that's what I would describe as pussy meat. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's what I'm thinking that is. Not that you um, thought about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've really come with examples yeah. there. Um, so a long time ago, again, friend of a friend of mine, hypothetically, initials JH, but it's not, just not related to me, sure. read some erotica. And in this particular book, penises were all getting lodged in and around the cervix. Lodged? No. Around it, like, or in it, yeah. Like, it was basically implying that this person had such a big... Hefty. Hefty penis, right? That, that it was getting wedged in and around there. And I thought to myself, what if Rocky's had the same book? Like, got the same, <laughs> because if you didn't know, you would think that cervix would play a role in normal sex. But obviously... It clearly doesn't. So I wondered if he'd read the same book. Maybe. I mean, that might be the only book that he had access to. That's in what I Northern mean. Ireland. And it was because obviously Northern Ireland, you know, it's quite straight line. You can't. Sex you know, is a taboo. Yeah, 100%. or was at least. Yeah, Very Presbyterian. I mean. You're not selling porn mags in shops. Your education is like from a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend who was once in England who saw something. I imagine <laughs> from afar. From That's from exactly from afar. how these someone shouted <laughs> across the channel, and it was quite yeah. foggy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Grab a cervix. What? Um, it's called vaginal labia. You mean vaginal lids. That's one. <laughs> and Dad's been making his own list for yeah. fifty years. Exactly. Shall we meet Pussy Meat? <laughs> yes. Right. So I think that that's kind of happened, and I wonder if because erotica might have been the not it might have been smuggled in, and he's yes. read it and across the border, lodged into the cervix. Where do you think he lived? <laughs> like a World War Two kind of thing, parachuting <laughs> stuff in. I imagine. Alice, it was a war zone when Dad grew oh. up there. That's what you forget. You know, yeah. Northern Ireland in the seventies, not great. I just didn't think that was the contraband. Debbie in where was she? <laughs> Debbie from Norwich. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think he was getting porn mate. I think he was getting written literature. I think later on, because right. he's. I'd like to think he's done some research because he got the the eggs that kept falling out of the Duchess's fanny. Like those eggs are supposed to stay in. There's no way they're slipping out. No way. You know a lot out. about the eggs. I know a little about a lot of things, right? <laughs> well, I want to talk about this a little bit as well because last season we had Emma Sale on the show who runs Killing Kittens. Could you possibly um, have been involved in any of the anecdotes that she maybe have mentioned? Um, I actually know Emma very well. Um, yeah, I've got to know her. Um, I couldn't possibly comment, to right. be honest with you. Um, <laughs> hypothetically, possibly, maybe, um, someone who looked a little bit like me might have, you know, looked through the letterbox of one sure. of those parties and sure. run away screaming sure. um, back to back to church and to obviously um, <laughs> apologise for my sins. And, to and scour on. yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alcohol body rubbing, the whole thing. No, um, but Emma, yeah, it's amazing, those things. I think... Uh, <laughs> if, if, from, from, what, from what you've heard and seen through the letterbox, mm. what, what, what kind of things are we seeing? Um, well, exactly what she kind of said. It's kind of like a relaxed... Um, Orgy. Yeah, I mean, that's basically... <laughs> 
amongst orgies. Yeah. I think it's I, a very chilled out rampant orgy. I just think we've done kind of gone full circle. It's sort of in ancient Rome that was kind of all the go, and then obviously as we've gone through it, yeah. And I, and I imagine you've gone sort of all that. If you imagine a timeline, a progress, we've now got where we're freely talking about. Your dad's erotica on, you know, it's the biggest podcast. Was it the biggest podcast in the world? Don't go on about sure, that. yeah, let's yeah, call it that. that. Yeah, biggest <laughs> podcast in the world. Like everybody lives and breathes this 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 show. Because I, I wonder how Jamie was conceived. Because there's no way he knows what he's doing. Your mum must be an angel, and she must have the patience of a saint, and she must have yeah. like noise cancelling headphones for when because <laughs> she can't possibly read these books because. I wonder if it was a bit like the Harry Enfield sketch where the two people, Mr. and Mrs. Chumley Warner, are sitting in bed. It's black and white. <laughs> and they go, well, dear, shall we have sex? And it's like, oh, if you must, dear. The lights go off. They come back on again. They're both sick in bowls. <laughs> never talk of it again. And then the baby's delivered. <laughs> That's how I imagine Jamie was... Wow. It's creative. I know. It's quite a vivid image, isn't it? <laughs> so, so you go you go to then, you, that's full circle. So th- those kind of things are now, we, we seem it's not very normal, but but what Emma does, a lot of people buy into it. It's quite fun uh, from, from what I've told. Um, and, what a um, weird way of saying you were there. No, I don't know what you're talking about. How dare you say I was there? I love that you tried to derail us via ancient Rome. <laughs> yeah. And Harry Enfield. Yeah. It's yeah. quite a good Needless to say, I had the last time. Actually, I should just write these books because that's like, that's like a story from him, I've literally led you one place, one place, told you nothing and walked off. <laughs> you are the true heir to Rocky Flintstone. Congratulations. One thing I, I, I wanted to talk about was, the, the, you know, the Swedish man who's on, on the Hindu. Oh, yes. the standard yes. ship. Oh, the Swedish man, yeah. The Swedish man. <laughs> yeah. I think that could be me. Butch, the virgin. Are you about to tell us your... <sighs> a little bit of Swedish, no. <laughs> no, I was thinking your virgin. virginity story. Oh, I portrayed myself as a bit of a, a, bit of a shag. Sorry, I, I don't know where you got that from. I've absolutely done nothing. And obviously Chloe and I don't believe in sex before marriage. So no, I, I thought in terms of like a, of, a, of a character. Do you want to play Butch in the movie? Is that what you're trying to... Yeah, we'd have to reinvent him? some of his chat because it's pretty average. And like, <laughs> the very fact he can't choose between five women and go, yeah, I'll have that one. Push down his legs. It's like... <laughs> You're being an absolute fanny, mate. Like, sort it out. Like, what? What are you worried about? But I reckon I, I, I was trying to think who all these people are because I know you've got Elijah Woods cho- chosen someone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Nicholas Holt's chosen someone. Everyone's kind of chosen one. You want a piece of this? I just think who would be like a Swedish, I'm blonde. Yeah. I mean, but no offense, but you aren't an actor. So. <gasps> but I'm a man of many talents. Oh, this is true. Oh, there you, you're not seen. You're a prawn, mate. I'm Get a out. Prawn. Listen, listen, if you lot are making a world class podcast, anyone can do anything. So I, <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Amen, sister. Oh my God. Honestly, it's so. We, are you surprised how ramshackle it is? I love it though. I love it's all balanced on cookbooks. Like, yeah. Do you have a favourite character? I know you'd like to maybe play Butch. Uh, you feel like you kind of got the right attributes for that. Although I maybe think you're a tiny bit old. Um, but um... <laughs> how fucking <laughs> dare hell. you? I'm actually only 25. I know what you're thinking. 28, but he's had a hell of a paper round uphill of the wind. I'm actually 33. Unbelievably. Are you 33? Shocked. All of you shocked. Oh my god, I'm older than you. Are you? I'm 34. The hell's your moisturising regimen? <laughs> I'll let you. Yeah, no, I um, I've I've aged badly. Unfortunately. <laughs> you yeah, have, I have. Listen, we've well, been tackling people with your face for the last seven and a half years, getting beaten shitless for a living. That's basically what. Use your arms and legs. I yeah, keep telling I you. I can't. You've obviously never seen. Me. Look, look at my hat. Look, my fingers don't work anymore. <gasps> I well, know. Oh my Are god. Are you doing a claw? No, no, that's it. James has got a little finger that kind of bends. It. You can't straighten that. No, I can't. And that one can't straighten either. But it's got. Oh my it. god, no. that little finger is ranking. It's it. horrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's perfect, like for the <laughs> yeah, strong hair. I'll give him a strong hair. Yeah. I had them liquidated, you little shit. They're oh instant. So we can all do voices. That was Dr. Evil. In case <laughs> you didn't know. Yeah, right. It's as good as one of yours. Just stop trying to take over the podcast. Sorry. Sorry. I always do that. Okay, character wise, um, 
trying to think who... Do, who you, re- do you relate to anyone? Oh, my God. If you relate to someone in this book, you've got serious, <laughs> serious problems. Yeah. Um, the Duchess, I think. I think I'm going to go with anyone. Because that, you know, you know, like that nicotine stain voice, like, <gasps> that kind of real husky <laughs> thing. I, can, I know you changed her voice, but I can imagine it just... She looks like the one from um, Something About Mary. With yes. A oh, yeah, yeah. great shout. No, like, yeah, like that, but like horrible, like nic- constant, like nicotine stain. Oh, Belinda. Oh, my eggs have fallen out again. Mm. I don't know why she's got northern. But do you know what I'm saying? That, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, I yeah. imagine it to be like. You have painted um, a picture with words there, yeah. And then yeah. that she turns up in a in a four by four Land Rover with the gin van on the back, and mm. like a bit like the child catcher, just luring sort of businesswomen <laughs> into the back of it. Gin and tonics, anyone? <laughs> and then she puts it down, like she shuts it and drives off, pulls out a, a zinc line case with a pneumatic drildo on it. <laughs> drildo? Yeah. I haven't heard that one before. Have you not heard of it? No. A Do- drildo? A drildo. Is that a thing? Yeah, it is. Yeah, Google that later. Obviously behind closed doors. I'm literally doing it now. Yeah, a drildo. Yeah, it's quite, <laughs> it's quite aggressive. Whoa. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. There's literally a, dr- a hand drill. Yeah. And then there's... Is that a butt plug? I'm unfamiliar with any of this stuff, so I wouldn't be able to comment. Sure, sure, sure. It's a compatible drill-do bit, and then there's a 10-inch realistic dildo, which I assume you attach to yeah. the drill. Yeah. Does it have um, a battery pack? Because if anybody has used a drill, they know that it's really annoying to have to... You know, when like it's run out of batteries. Alice, there's an AC adapter Oh, included. that's all I needed to know. Right. Alice, how much drill-do <laughs> were you planning on doing? I'm very... This has got a five-hour thing. It's, 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 it's going to run for ages. Like, what were you... Once I've started, you might as well clear the diary. Ah, there are no customer reviews yet. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Can you use it on a normal drill? Do you have to buy the drill? Or like, it's, it says here... Transform your basic household drill into the ultimate sex tool. No, no. I don't know why you're looking at me as if I'm a professional. I, I've just heard about these things. Like, I, I made it very clear, and I want to be very clear about this. I've never attended any dodgy sex parties, been involved in any crimes, or had anything other than normal, straight up and down sex. Standard sex. Hypothetically, though, I think you probably can attach that to any any drill that you want but I would probably buy a professional version because you don't want to make a bodge up DIY situation and cause yourself harm you don't potentially you could could go through a partition wall there well if you set it onto the hammer setting you could be in real trouble (laughs) hips gone (laughs) it's one thing to turn up with a zinc line case with a big black dildo in it it's another thing to unpack a drill though and start assembling it like a bond sniper rifle like screwing bits in does it have a silencer in. on it oh hopefully <laughs> otherwise the neighbours all the cutlery in the house would be rattling downstairs <laughs> yeah it would be hell oh my god yeah, but I, again I'll reiterate I have no idea about this. A, fr- a friend told you again. Yeah. I mean, no, who is this friend? <laughs> oh, very dirty guy. Uh, Rocky Flintstone. <laughs> there you go. Um, who, who else have you told about the podcast? I've told everybody I know. Good. Have you told all the rugby guys about it? I even told Richard last night about it. <gasps> Your father-in-law? Yeah. Richard Madeley? Yeah. Of Richard and Judy? Of Richard and Judy. Yeah, I told him last night. And like, how did I, he respond? He said 100% I'm going to listen to it. <laughs> Really? Well, he'll listen to this episode at least. I hope so. Well, not this episode. Let's skip past it. Start with one. I want to be married by the time they listen to this episode. Um, Because they were like, a few questions. What was that drilling noise? (laughs) Who's thinking you're doing DIY in the house, Jess? But I, yeah, so I've told him, I've told all, basically anyone who sits down and goes, oh, you should listen to this podcast. We listen to a great one about health and fitness or this guy. I'm like, forget that. My dad wrote a point. Great. Thank you. You need a life. Thank you. You need a life. Because, um, 
it's a game changer, for, I think. I've been learning about body parts. You've been learning about body parts. Have I not? There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of things you just didn't need to ever know. Seriously, yeah. there's, I know more now than I think maybe most straight men. I think this is not a great advertisement for being straight. Like, no. I would happily be gay, like, having listened to this book going, In oh, this God. world. Yeah, yeah, in this world. I'd be like, it's a lot of nonsense. There's not a lot of good sex going on. The, the, the female anatomy are not the best. <laughs> I'm not sure I'd be sticking with the lads. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I think, yeah, I think finally another convert. Welcome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Big news for everyone. Um, James has just come out as. Uh, oh as my god, there's going to be street parties. <laughs> well, James, thank you so so much for coming. This has been great. Well, thank you so much for having me. I didn't want to, you know, undervalue it when I came up. This is one of the greatest moments of my entire life. And um, if I've put anyone off, I apologise. But I've got so much off my chest. But. There was so much more to come. So I will literally be hounding you for another couple of years to get back on because we've got more. Just check back in. This was like note page one of 150 notes. (laughs) (laughs) Discussion. So, but I'll be back. But thank you so much for having me. It's a great honour. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.